What's up and welcome to Fortitude in 15 with Sam Panich and Parker Yablon, presented by Elevation Nation. In 15 minutes, we're going to talk about what's going on in the real world and give you some tips and tricks on how to activate mental fortitude and conquer the real world. What's up, Sam? I'm starting this episode today. I like it. What's up, P? How are you? I'm good, brother. Life's good. Back, full work week, ready to get after it. Been doing my crazy morning routines, been working out. Beautiful day. We got the windows open, sun shining, grinding through some work. It's wonderful. It was a it was a nice to get back into the swing of things. How about you, bro? Yeah, it's good to be back into the swing of things, especially after a full week of work off. So one of once again, want to say thank you to our company for allowing us the opportunity to do that. And today officially starts the training for my marathon that I plan on running the day after my birthday on November 21st in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Philadelphia Marathon. So today was day one of my training regimen. Elevation Asian, hold me accountable because I'm going to try to do this. I've done the half, but the marathon. You're not going to try to do it. You're going to do it. I hope. I hope that's no. That's my, that's my vision, are. bro. That's you're going to do I, it. I said at the beginning of the year. You know what? The day after my birthday, I'm going to do it. So hold me accountable. But Sam, I think today we're going to talk a little bit more about accountability, but not holding ourselves accountable, but the people in our lives who help hold us accountable and help drive us towards our vision and help us become more self-aware because I think we had an instance last week where we needed someone from the outside to to kind of bring us back to uh, our vision and, and what we want out of Elevation Nation, but more so just our life in general. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, we talk sometimes about mentorship and it's something that we stress throughout Elevation Nation, but we want to take a 15 minutes today to talk about how important it is to us. Um, Having a mentor in your corner, I think, is extremely important. More than one mentor. Parker and I also like to talk about a mentor doesn't necessarily have to be someone that you actually communicate with. You should have at least one mentor that you can talk to and ask questions to. But there also can be people that mentor you without ever having met them. Through social media, through YouTube, through books, through different mediums, we're able to learn from so many different people, experts around the world. And that's a really cool way that you can gain inspiration and mentorship beyond just the people that live you know, within a few miles of you. Couldn't agree more. I mean, we all have some type of mentor that we don't know, whether that's on social media, whether that's through the television. Uh, maybe they're not even like a real person. Maybe they're fictional character. But seriously, you know, someone that you can go to and you see yourself in them. And then as a result, you learn things from that person. But let's walk through the story of of our conversation with our mentor, Rich Keller, last week and and why he was able to kind of bring us back. You know, Sam and I, we've talked about on this podcast many times, you know, our journey, where we've come from. You know, we started in the real world. We both had jobs. And then we started this company called Hired You. And then we pivoted away from Hired You all because of you know, partly because of this mentor, but then also starting Elevation Nation. You know, we've had 
a lot of challenges, a lot of ups and downs. And last week we hit a crossroads, right, Sam? What were our two roads? (laughs) Well, it was the roads of what we're doing with Elevation Nation and why we're doing this. And, you know, sometimes in entrepreneurship, you can be deflated. We've talked about it before on Elevation Nation. We don't we don't charge people f- to listen to our podcast. We don't make any money at this moment with Elevation Nation. So in our eyes, sometimes it's very difficult to feel the, the reason why we continue to do this. And we reverted to Rich. A conversation with him lasted two hours. It was a Saturday morning, 10 a.m. We were like, you know what? We're going to wake up and talk to our mentor because we need to... Get an outside perspective of why we're doing Elevation Nation. What's our meaning for it? And how how can we build this further? And you know what, Sam? After that meeting, how do we both feel about it? A lot better. I think uh, we obviously owe Rich almost everything that we've been working on and that we have. He is able to hear what each of us have to say, but he not only provides a strategic business... Uh, perspective. He also knows Parker and I extremely well. So he knows what makes me tick and what lights a fire under my butt to make me want to work harder. And same with Parker. And so he was able to listen to some of the struggles that we had and why we felt like we were at this weird intersection of where we wanted to take Elevation Nation next. And using that understanding business and the strategy with building a brand but most importantly, understanding what makes me and Parker happy, why we like doing this every day, why we want to work on Elevation Nation, why we want to help people reach their full potential and conquer the real world. He brought it all back to some of those those visions and the purpose that we have for this this organization, this company, and that helped recenter and you know make sure Parker and I were on the same page. And we left that meeting inspired. We left that meeting with things that we wanted to do. I've been spending most of my free time trying to knock out all these different tasks that we wanted to work on now just to keep the momentum, shout out NextGen, moving forward to you know achieve some of those goals that we talked about. So it's really exciting and it's great to have a mentor that you can go to that sacrifices two hours of their day to spend with you. We owe Rich. I always joke, add it to our tab. I don't want to know what uh, amount of money we're up to now, but if we were... You know, needing to pay him back. We're we're always and forever indebted to Rich Keller. So I got two points to make here, and I couldn't agree with all those points that you just said. But one, I can tell you that before we talked to Rich last week, Sam and I, we were just a little demotivated. I'll be completely honest. And it's unbelievable. You should have heard if you were a fly on the wall during this conversation the first hour. Well, first of all, the first like 45 minutes we take just catching up on life because that's so important because it's more than just a mentor-mentee relationship. Rich is family to us. You know, he's our person that we can talk about. He knows everything in and out about us. And that's the power of of a mentor. Um, But two, to that point, the next half of the conversation was about Sam and I be like, shit, like, what are we doing? Blah, blah, blah. But it's unbelievable to think after a conversation just like that, we're now more inspired that we've been in a long time about this and it's it's crazy to think about that and then to my other point you know we've been friends with rich for the last two and a half years um and what's unbelievable about the power of how he mentors us is that he does understand us 
really, really well on a deeper level. But that's taken time and that's taken effort on both of our parts, Sam and myself, as well as Rich's part to understand each other at a deeper level so that we're not just a mentor-mentee relationship. It is a deeper level. It is family so that he can really understand where we're at and where we come from and what we need to push forward. But just remember that you can't just go on the street and say, hey, can I? Can you be my mentor and help inspire me and help me change my life? Well, you can, but just remember it's a two-way street that you have to also invest time in knowing more about that person because it's a relationship at the end of the day. And the one point that I always hit on with relationships and mentorship, and I actually just added this to my my list of affirmations that I read every morning is I want to be mentored by someone and I want to mentor other people. And it just so happens that through, you know, one of our last endeavors where we were helping kids get jobs, a lot of people still reach out to myself and Parker to get advice on how to break into the corporate world. So at this moment in time, that's where I'm doing a lot of my mentorship and helping other people. But I think that also helps me learn what other people are going through, what their struggles are, how I can help them, you know, achieve some of their goals. And it makes me a better person myself in achieving the goals that I have set out for me. No, I was reading this morning, uh, my day, my morning newsletter, Axios, what's next newsletter. It's a great newsletter just about like innovation and what's going on in the world today. They're saying that young people actually want to go back to the office more than you would think because they miss mentorship. They miss in-person mentorship. Isn't that crazy? Let's think about that. It's, it's wild. People have been disconnected. People have not been able to find people who help guide them, You know, whether that's in their personal or professional life, because they haven't had that natural connection that you don't, that you don't get through Zoom or just like a phone call or a ping. Well, I think you and I are really lucky that we have a lot of passions and we also invest a lot of our time in other buckets of our lives, right? You're starting a lot of running and you have some mentors in the running world now. I'm focusing on a few other things that I want to achieve and I have mentors in that space as well. For a lot of people who are especially new to the real world before they get their footing, like you and I both thought when we first joined a company, Parker, we thought our lives revolved around our job. And that's all we thought about on the weekends. That's all we thought about when we were home from work. And so when that's all that you think about, and that's the only mindset that you have, the only mentors then that even come across your mind are the ones in the office, the ones you work with. So I encourage Elevation Nation to reach for those other buckets of fulfillment in your life. You'll obviously be happier because you're going to be able to work on other things beyond just your job, but you'll also be able to find mentors that can help you fulfill those buckets. Amen. Amen to that. And now is the perfect segue into Parker's perspective for for this week. And I think it's a great quote to top off this conversation about mentoring and mentorship and finding a mentor. This is more focused on mentoring others. But think about this for yourself too, if you have a mentor and think about how they help you through um, whatever you, you need. So this was said by Balthazar Gracian. Sam, I bet you wouldn't even know how to spell that. I'm not even going to try. So the quote is, when you counsel someone, 
you should appear to be reminding him or her of something that he had forgotten, not of the light he was unable to see. So it's it's deep. It's interesting because as a mentor, you think you want to tell someone where to go and help them get to where where they, you think that they should be able to go. When in reality, it's up to them to figure that out. What you need to do as a mentor is help someone see the things and understand the things that they they did know at some point. Uh, they just forgot about the things that you know remind them who they are, where they came from, and where they want to go. And then at that point, that will inspire them to look past where they are at at that moment. If you don't have a a mentee, think about your mentor and how he's doing that or she is doing that for you. Take a step back. Maybe you can provide some new perspective to that relationship. Introspective as always. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. You know, you can't always just push people exactly to where you've been and know is the right path. If you want to actually mentor them to be successful in the future, you need them to know how to do it without you eventually. So I want to end the episode, Parker, with, you know, we like to be philosophical and preach and give advice. Let's give some tangible actions and some tips of how people can get mentors in their corner, right? You can't just go up to someone on the street and say, hey, mentor me. And I want to also tell people that reaching out to someone who's really big, has a ton of followers or, you know, your ideal person and say, hey, I'd love to buy you a cup of coffee. Their time, if they're actually worth it, is worth more than $3 for an hour of time, right? That's how much a cup of coffee costs. Well, I mean, there there may be there may be people who say, yeah, sure, but it most likely is not going to be the case. Exactly. So how do you differentiate yourself and offer more than a $3 cup of coffee? Offer something that they need. Figure out what they're struggling with, what they're working on, and try to see if you can help them. Offer to help them for free, right? Most people probably aren't going to turn it into a full-time job of asking you to do a ton of different things. But maybe they'll give you an opportunity for you to show what you can do. You'll spend a few hours working on some tasks for them. And then they'll realize that you're serious about wanting to learn from them. So that's one tip that we have. Another one, try to attend meetings, conferences, meetups, webinars, whatever it may be, and learn from those people, right? That's a great way that you can go and, and meet people in different industries and fields. Uh, you know, the world's starting to open up again. I know Parker's probably going to join some running communities to hold him accountable. I know he's already in one with some of our friends, Miles Grossman and Sam Levin, but I'm sure there's going to be others that he's going to want to join just to surround himself with people who are also ambitious. So if you put yourselves in those situations, you're going to be able to find genuine mentors that just like you for you and want to help you grow. It's surrounding yourself with like-minded people. And it takes the mental fortitude to to do that, to step outside your comfort zone and meet new people and just understand that you know these people around you, uh, they're not all going to be your mentors, but it's also a two-way street, which is the biggest piece, I think, to it. So if you are unable to help them, at least ask and you never know. Um, and maybe the next thing you know, a year down the road, you'll have someone who's continuously inspiring you uh, each and every week. But the only way to start is to push outside your comfort zone. Sammy, this was a great conversation. 
I'm uh, I'm pumped for the future of Elevation Nation. I'm inspired by Elevation Nation and Rich Keller and and you. So let's continue to do this and elevate young adults to conquer the real world. So with that, until next week, peace. Hey, it's Parker again. Thanks for listening to Fortitude and 15 this week. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever it may be. If you want to join the nation and follow Sam and my journey, you can follow us at elevationnation.io. Or you can visit us on the web at www.elevationnation.io. DM us, text us, email us if you want to share your story, you have any ideas for the podcast, or if you think anyone else should join our conversations. Our intro is produced by Jay. Shoot him a follow on Instagram at producedbyjay. Thanks to our mentors, Rich Keller and David Hess, for their constant support. Be sure to tune in for the next conversation. See you then.